0: Miss Christina and thank you for checking into the Home for Wayward OCs. This is a podcast where a guest and I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. And today our guest is Sam. How are you doing today? What are your pronouns?
1: Uh, I'm having a lovely day. Thank you, Christina. My name is Sam and my pronouns are he, him.
0: Excellent. Yeah. And this is the first wayward recording that is taking place in two different days.
1: (laughs) Yes, I'm in the future. How? Well, there's a little thing called time zones. I'm not going to dox myself. You figure it out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. (laughs) And I'm just gonna say that I'm very glad that I took today off work, because it meant that when I remembered to check Twitter today, to double check what time we were going to be recording, you were like, hey, you're good to go. And then I was like, I forgot that you are an actual calendar day ahead of me.
1: Yeah, that was. I, I'm still making that mistake with other people that I get in contact with, and it's. Uh, so thank you very much for taking a wee bit of time to do a bit of. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you're fine. you're fine.
0: You're fine. This just means that I get to make my pear tart tomorrow.
1: Oh, which lovely. is fine.
2: Mm.
0: I'm. I've. I've had pears in the fridge for a while, and I was like, I'm gonna make a pear tart.
1: You gotta use them. You gotta use them.
0: I gotta use them, and the thing about having pears is like, unless they're, you know, like packaged. Yeah. And like for for like the grocery store.
1: Yeah.
0: It's really hard to get like like nice to eat fresh cut up pears. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to bake them.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. No. <laughs> I feel that the uh the fresh fruit and vegetables uh situation is not good on the ground here, let me tell you. Oh
0: Woo-woo. no, I'm sorry to hear that.
1: <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I've got to forage for tubers or something. Um <laughs> Yeah.
0: Just cut to you outside harvesting wild garlic or something.
1: Yeah. I think that's a pretty good segue because it's the kind of thing that people say that my character does. Uh, just to get yeah. that. <laughs> Who are we talking about tone. today? We're talking about I'm I'm so sorry. Another contract writer. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Uh I'm talking about contract writer Dolmen, aka Sean Irons. Um I'm gonna uh, shall I do a less-than-a-minute explanation of what that is for people who somehow don't know if they, for regular listeners? Yeah, shoot. So, yeah, uh, for the past year, I was part of a tabletop game based off of, in particular, um, uh, the Japanese uh, sub-genre of special effects movies called tokusatsu, um, particularly based off of uh Uh, Toei's Kamen Rider series um, called uh, Contract Riders, and it was about, in a sort of uh, slightly cyberpunk domed city in Australia, uh, superheroes for hire have to deal with um, monsters, but uh, it basically got extremely complicated, basically immediately after that, and it stopped really being about that, and then it started being a lot about getting over yourself. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And no... No character, I think, uh, uh, you know, uh, symbolizes that better than Dolman, uh, a man who is basically <laughs> up himself, uh, <laughs> and he sp- spent about a year kind of getting, getting out of himself, and then he got out of himself a bit too fast, and he was like, oh god, do I look like that? And, um, it, it was, <laughs> he, he had a hard life. Uh.
0: <laughs> Self-actualized too quick.
1: Mm. Yes, that's exactly it. Um, (laughs) So, to give maybe a bit of backstory about the the character, the inspirations for the character.
0: Yeah, yeah, go for it.
1: Um, So, now, people are familiar with special effects stuff. And this this isn't just like Japanese stuff. You see it in Power Rangers, uh, the Iron Man movies, uh, that sort of thing, where halfway through a series or so, they will introduce... A character who was like you know he's like the green power Ranger he's like war machine he's another one of the main guy but he's there's a bit of an antagonistic element to him probably still a good guy definitely a jerk um <laughs> and there's there there's uh elements for clashing there so when we were doing character creation for this series um uh a lot of I could see that the other uh, players were kind of figuring out you know like, uh, Brendan with Lux in particular, Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, also, like, you know, uh, we had Papillon, we had Java as well. Um, Out of those three in particular, there was real, like, protagonist of the show aura. (laughs) And I was like, Uh if we have too many of these, like, this is going to become a nightmare story. So, um, like, in terms of practicality, so I was kind of, from that early point, I was thinking about making someone who was a bit more slightly to the side um, yeah and so what we ended up with is the other characters were you know we ha- have the ones you've had on so far uh java is is just mm-hmm. starting out right um mm-hmm. they're um you know they're like a, a, a ride share contract writer yeah if you get yeah. me and um yeah. papillon it was a, you he's know, a streamer that uh, promotes like horrible horrible um uh game fuel <laughs> and other things gamer goo i think i forget the yeah. exact name of the drink uh and lux was this kind of like you know the rich face. guy in the face he's a rich guy he's like you know he's in his mum's company it's the whole thing mm-hmm. so sean is has a steady job um yes. he was one of the 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 ring fort contract writers so in the setting all the magic and the you know the technological stuff is based off of these things called uh, K-stones, or uh, Kingstones. And uh, mm-hmm. they're, um, you gotta mine those. So, now for some yeah. reason that nobody interrogates for much of the story until it's too late, um, uh, lots of monsters appear wherever you're mining Kingstones. So, the the principal mine, which is a, um, a town called Gavna, um, mm-hmm. employed a number of, um, uh, they, they were, they had a sort of, you know, uh, a long-standing contract with a mining company called Ringfort. And as part of the deal, Ringfort provided several contract riders.
0: For protection,
1: right? Exactly, yeah. And um, so we had a... Uh, so Sean was one of them, and he was good at it. He was quite popular. He was happy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, and due to a very... Due to a series of really horrible, traumatic events, uh, he eventually decided to take a, um, a transfer into the city, into the main yeah. city, uh, yeah. severing most of his relationships in the process and mm-hmm. becoming a horrible shell of his former self.
0: And I feel like before we get too, too much further into this, Gabna is in Australia or is in Ireland?
1: Is, it is in the Dome for re- Oh yes, I haven't okay. talked about okay. this yet. Okay. You're right. <laughs> it is in the Dome for reasons that are known basically only to me. And perhaps maybe the GM. It does. It never mattered. Um, there is, mm-hmm. within the Dome of Elysium, within this Gavna region, there is a very strong Celtic contingent of, uh, mm-hmm. like, Irish, Scots, Welsh. Um, mm-hmm. Probably, mm-hmm. like, uh, people from, like, Brittany and Galicia as well. But, um, mm-hmm. Sean is shockingly Irish. Just, like, intensely, uh, yeah.
0: I- I'm... Have you given thought to whether this was because of like people being shipped there as a penal colony or just like hey it just kind of ended up that way the people settled here?
1: <laughs> no. Um as far as uh, my belief is that when the dome was being created when it was basically never supposed to support life uh two of the um the bi- so life to this to this extent uh two of the big investors were like um these kind of celtic tiger guys I don't know if you're familiar with that term. Just like uh okay. extreme extremely rich Irish people. Spending a gotcha. lot of money for no real reason, uh, didn't really help. Um and that somehow translated into a large it's never really um interrogated. Sean is gotcha. like very, is shockingly Irish compared to even to the other characters that we meet from Gavna, who are also mm-hmm. of these uh, have descent, um Mm-hmm. He is just like, it's weird, it's weird if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think about it a lot, so that's weird. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Short personality notes is that he's um, he's actually only twenty eight, but he just comes off as being like forty.
0: Yeah, I I was gonna ask because, correct me if I'm wrong. That's a pretty that's a pretty big age gap from the other writers, right? <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. Oh well, no, because like, um, Lux uh, Roger is like, is like twenty nine or thirty, if I remember correctly. Oh. He's in that range. But okay. Lux doesn't. He doesn't really act that way. Sometimes. No. Sean no. internally does not consider Roger older than him. Mm-hmm. Um, the other mm-hmm. character, I think, if I remember correctly, the age range is like, the other riders are Papillon and Wyvern are like twenty four ish twenty three twenty four ish and, and then Parker's um,
0: the youngest right
1: Par- Parker's the youngest Parker I think is twenty twenty one
0: them um, baby they
1: they, uh, they are Sean kind of never stops entirely treating them as baby but uh he really shouldn't <laughs> because Parker is the hero and Yes. very uh, uh I think that's just Sean is just kind of Sean's very loving when he gets to Let's... know people but it's a bit yeah.
0: Oh, finish your sentence. Finish yeah. your sentence. <laughs> uh,
1: but he, but it's a bit like you know, oh Parker, I'm so proud of you. You did such a good <laughs> job there. Uh, and then Parker <laughs> will be like, yeah, I I thought, yeah, that's what I thought you'd say. Um, why didn't, why are you being so weird, Sean? Go eat a rock. Uh, because Parker has since like, when Parker met Sean, there was a moment of like, oh my god, that's contract writer Dolman. Oh my god. Uh, and I don't think Sean has ever quite gotten over that moment um, aww the hero and, uh,
0: worship
1: yeah but no yeah but now like Parker recognizes Joel for what he is which is like a very strange man uh, and just will constantly uh, ne- needle him not like
0: gotcha. yeah.
1: Not, not out of any maliciousness I think they're just like very like you know that's just the interaction mm-hmm. um, yeah so yeah
0: yeah um before we get into like like the most important parts of Sean's background and story um you kind of mentioned that when you were creating Sean that you created him to consciously be not like not a heroic protagonist um yeah. were were there any inspirations that you were drawing from when you were creating him?
1: Ah, uh, it's a good I think like, you know, um if you look at, like, uh, a lot of Irish mythology and, like, the classic Irish storytelling, uh, you've mm-hmm. guys like Cú Chulainn, um, mm-hmm. your, your man, uh, your man who goes, Oisin U- who goes to na Nog, there's a general, like, you know, you have these guys who are these incredible warriors, and at the time, within that society, that was the best thing you could be. Um, but the 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 end of these stories are always like, but they bit off more than they can chew and they died. Yeah, or they died, they man. Were, yeah, yeah, or, or like they did something stupid because they were up themselves, and I think mm-hmm. there was elements of that. Um, I Sean when we meet Sean, he has he has already made his greatest mistake and um, is paying for it. Um, and also, like uh, as I said, uh, you know, it's the whole thing of like, what if there was a new Power Ranger and he would beat up the other Power Rangers? You know, that's just like a classic storytelling thing um, within this genre. Um, hmm mm-hmm. uh, there was also elements of like I'm not sure if you or listeners will be familiar with um uh Kiryu from the Yakuza games. because
0: uh, I have heard Tales of Kiryu. I've heard
1: <laughs> Tales of Kiryu. Sean is a big like, like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry speaking over you. Um No, you're fine. Sean is a Sean has elements of Kiryu. He 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 acts like much older than he is. Sean is, Sean, it's important to get this down. Sean is a woman respecter. Sean Good. is in general very, is like, you know, if we did the same thing earlier with Sean, Sean would not have any trouble with uh, providing his pronouns unprompted. He's abrasive and he's rude, but he's not an asshole. Okay, he is an asshole, but not yes. about stuff like that. Um, So there's elements of that with Kiryu, because uh the, the basic thing of Kiryu is that he's, you know, a former member of organized crime, but he uses that to see to basically empathize with anybody. And Sean is elements of that. Um, Sean is a weird guy. And so is Kiryu. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: So.
1: Yeah. So I guess. So. Hmm.
0: No, I, I was, I was going to say, so do you want to get into it?
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I will very briefly go over first. Uh, There's um, his actual writer system as well. Cause that's important for his, 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 um, the arc that he goes on. So, uh, Sean is, yeah, if you might remember from the previous sessions, Sean is what's called a, um, a bio-rider. So his system is biological in nature, it affects him on a genetic level. Uh, unlike, um, someone like Wyvern, uh, who's using, like, uh, shall we say, a large amount of active ingredient from living tissue, uh, Mm -hmm. Sean Mm -hmm. uses, um, uh, non- uh, nonsense science fiction technology to uh, transform using genetic samples <laughs> from fossils, in particular, yes. uh, fossils of a, a kind of uh, a cave bear, uh, Ursus spelaeus. Um, nice. And, yeah, and so the idea is that uh, he doesn't have much in the way of um, physical side effects of his transformation in his day-to-day life compared to someone like Wyvern, um, mm-hmm. who does have mm-hmm. uh. Spoilers for the Wyvern episode, she does have things like enhanced hearing because she uses, you know, bat bat DNA, uh, a bat genome. Uh, Sean does not have that. Uh, instead, Sean yeah. basically kind of uses the, the lessened load from the active ingredient. So he doesn't turn into a bare person. He basically gets very muscly mm-hmm. and then he can use that muscle to control a mechanical suit of armor that forms around him. So that's okay. What, Interesting.
0: Yeah. So in comparison with some other of the common writer Tokusatsu mm. tropes, like Sean has to physically exert energy to move his suit instead of it being, you know, like, yes, I, I, I guess the comparison here would be like, would be like putting yourself in a resistance machine as opposed to just, Ooh. like, wearing, like, actual, like, running gear, that kind of a thing.
1: I hadn't thought about it like that, but that's very good, because, um, Sean's trademark power, and the power of several other writers who are connected to him, in fact, is, mm-hmm. uh, based around manipulation of gravity. Oh! Yes. Okay. His, uh, his trademark moves, all like, um, his dolmen drop, which is a drop kick, uh, force, uh, increase the, the force of gravity, on his on his opponents, and that sort gotcha. of thing becomes a bit of a bit of a running theme for uh, for Sean.
2: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, now the thing that happened with playing Sean because I know you want to get into backstory stuff and like stories yeah, yeah, in she- general is that it actually took me quite a long time to like figure out his entire backstory and like his life and why he mm-hmm. was the way he was, and it was a lot of. Uh, playing by the seat of my pants. Uh, I had a lot of help from the other players. Um, not because yeah. I was even asking for it, but because they were coming up with ideas about Sean's life. And I was like, that's really cool. What if it was canon? Um,
0: yeah. And uh, I yeah. I think that's something that is like, it's a good approach to take when you are creating characters for a collaborative, um, for a collaborative experience. Like a tabletop game is like, you have things that like you set in stone but yes. then you but then you leave gaps that you can fill in as it goes. Like it's not just creating Hello? a character, it's about discovering the character.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh and like there was a lot of really good role playing. Um uh I, I cannot stress how good the other players are genuinely like shocking (laughs) it's really it's really funny how sometimes they'd be like oh yeah you know i'm not really sure if i have what's in it to do like you know writing stuff character stuff and it's like and then they're like they just do do it you know Mm -hmm. it's it's shocking so it was really something that i got to work with and really also get to improve my own creative endeavors um so i'm really grateful for that so what my preamble to that then was is that would you like to hear the the in-universe story of Dolman chronologically, or would you like to hear it unfold roughly as I figured it out, the order that I figured it out in real life?
0: Hmm. As, as fun as it would be to hear it figured out in the- to hear it in the order that you figured it out in,
2: okay.
0: for my brain's sake, I think I would rather hear it, chron- like, chronologically in-universe.
1: <laughs> okay, so, um... In that case, I I will also let you know when things are like wh- what things come from. Uh, roughly. Thank you. <laughs> so this okay, this happened roughly. This we came up with this roughly maybe two thirds through the campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, five years ago, Sean used used to live in Gavna uh, as one of the contract writers. He was young. He was happy. Uh, he had he he worked with three other writers. Uh, uh, two of them were his, uh, seniors. They were like, uh, for lack of a better word, his senpai, uh, uh, Ziggurash <laughs> and Inti. And, um, mm-hmm. they were based, uh, they were kind of slightly repressed older men, but very, very kind, very encouraging. Sean felt good. He was good. Also was, uh, who was his partner, writer, Um, and that was a thing that they, in the setting of Elysium, that used to be quite common. But, uh, Mm
2: -hmm. by
1: the time of the, roughly the time of the setting, it doesn't really happen as much anymore. Rhombopteryx, a.k.a. Tamsin, was his partner, and they were in Mm -hmm. love. They were Uh very happy. They were happy, Uh it was great. But, Uh okay, then, one day, Inti dies, and nobody can really figure out why. It's really sad. Uh, Aww. But, uh, their responsibilities change. Sean and Tamsin have to work a lot harder. Things keep getting worse. Most of the problems that exist in the real in the real world, uh, also you've talked about capitalism on this uh, show many a time. Uh, most of the problems still exist. Um, yes. Healthcare, serious problem. Uh, it's expensive. In it can be quite expensive in Elysium.
2: Uh mm-hmm. So there's all
1: those things are still there. All those pressures. Monster attacks aren't letting up. And then um, one day. Uh, Sean has to go to a hospital for something, and he stumbles yeah. upon uh, autopsy records from uh, Indy's death. And uh, it turns out that he didn't die of the injury. They said they did. He died of something called K-lung. And Sean infers oh, that no. this is a... It is a disease that turns you to stone, and Sean infers that this is caused by exposure to K-stones, which is what the mine is all about,
0: right? Is it... Okay.
1: Um, I gotta ask. Is yeah. it...
0: Is K-lung in the sense of like I I know that this is contract writers and science is fake anyway, but is it like the kind of thing where it's like the radiation from the K-stones is causing this this effect? Or is it more like is it more like black lung where it's like the actual particles are getting into your system?
1: Sean thinks it's a combination of both. The actual truth of it is explained later, so I will tell you.
0: Gotcha, um, okay.
1: When it comes. Um Uh, Sean freaks out, tells Tamsin because he loves her and trusts her and they can't think of anything to do because Tamsin is some, is a philosopher. Uh, she believes in something called the cryptid peace. By the way, she's based off the Loch Ness monster and uses an elasmosaurus for her thing. So it's excellent. Uh, Yes. Oh yeah. She's very cool. I could probably do an episode about her. I won't, but I could, um, uh, (laughs) we'll put
0: that on the shelf. uh,
1: Maybe. Uh, and, uh, so they can't, they can't agree on what to do. Tamsin doesn't want to tell many people because she'll pa- people will panic. Uh, mm-hmm. Sean eventually receives a transfer offer. I'm working in the city. Tamsin is like, that's not going to change anything. Sean's like, what if I got really popular and then I could do a big whistleblow? Tamsin's like, that's not going to work. You're not going to get popular because people are, you know, it's so cra- it's a crowded field of writers in the city. And Sean is like, <laughs> people are going to die. And she's like, people are dying anyway, Sean. Uh, you're, you're making a huge mistake. And Sean's like, well, fucking let me, uh, and they, and then this is by the way, okay. This isn't when we figured this out in this, in the, the game playing, but it, during the, the Java episode, right. It was mentioned uh-huh. that, uh, it's not always good to have a romantic relationship in a tabletop game because not everybody wants to hear the, the game master and one of the players, like, you know, role play for a bit at each other. Right. And that's true. I agree with that statement. But, but, (laughs) I discovered that if you give you one of the characters the most rancid divorce energies, they'll let you do anything. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yes. And that is where we meet Sean. A year later, after this breakup, he's in the city. The The dome is not big enough for this to be far, by the way. He could come home on the weekends. This was a... Pro- there. This was not a thing of practicality. They fucking hate each other now. Or rather... Yeah. No, yeah. They're, 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 outwardly they hate each other now. This is a whole thing. And yeah, mm-hmm. Sean fights monsters. He makes appearances at schools. And um, he is miserable. Because he hasn't accomplished anything. He hasn't gotten popular. And... um. Uh, he is nowhere closer than where he started, except he's very alone, and he's the only person he has any real contact with on a regular basis is his manager, Senon, who is, uh, very horrible. Just like, is just like, uh, bright and cheerful in a way that makes you want to hate him. Remember that. <laughs> so, anyways, um, things happen. Sean meets the other contract writers, the, the party members, and, um, uh, in particular, and there's a big there's a big fight with Wyvern. Uh, Wyvern yes. is um, told, you know, uh, uh, you know, Wyvern is trying to help out someone it, within the Ringfort warehouse where Sean works. Uh, there mm-hmm. is like a it's like a muscle relaxant or something that uh, somebody with um, uh, bio rider abilities needs to survive. It's like you know, mm-hmm. getting getting their meds, and so. Um, Wyvern breaks in. It is Sean's job to beat her up. Um, uh, Parker is there too because Parker has recently been hired. Uh, by um, but I think I think this was covered in the Parker in the Java episode. Uh, Parker doesn't think riders should fight each other at this stage. Uh, mm-hmm. So Sean Sean and Wyvern beat each other with an inch of their life. Uh, uh, among other things, Wyvern uh, deals a, a scarring blow to Sean, uh, his, his chest plate has a bare face on it, and she leaves it with a, like, a, a scar over one of the eyes, it's very cool, um, nice Sean's, uh, numbers uh, like, from a gameplay perspective Sean's numbers are actually really high so he just does, they beat they beat the hell out of each other yeah, um and so, um uh, Sean eventually is like, okay, look they're, they're kind of, they knock each other out of their transformation, and they're, Sean's like, look I um nobody fights that hard unless they're fighting for a reason, uh. So you're obviously fighting for something. Uh, this job is all I have. Which is true. That I didn't know how true that was when I said that, but it, but it was. Uh. So mm-hmm. Sean willingly gives her the thing that uh, she needs. So anyways, mm-hmm. uh, things happen and it turns out that Lux, who Sean had a meeting with at the very beginning of the campaign, uh, yeah. uh, Roger was attracted to him for over five minutes before he realized how unlikable and rude Sean was. Um, <laughs> and also very straight. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah. And then finds out that there's a door and there's something shady yeah. around Lux. And, uh, oh, mm-hmm. what's well, this? Senon knows about this and Senon is actually on the level. And Senon is going to help Sean fight evil. And mm-hmm. Senon's bringing in uh Parker and um uh Wyvern to help. Um and um oh yeah, also previously to this point, uh um Sean also met Papillon uh and had a very kind of... I think this was discussed in the her episode as well, about kind mm-hmm. of, like, Sean coming to realize that Papillon, even though she's, as he calls her, an internet person, uh, she's actually, <laughs> like, you know, she's much the same as him. She's a working writer, and uh, she needs a bit of advice because she's young and new to the job. And that yeah. kind of starts to soften him a bit. Um, you know, uh, Papillon does kind of stay one of his really... I, Sean really loves and cares about all of the writers, but I think in terms of, like, you know, the particular relationship where Sean is, like, looking out for them and is, like, trying to pass something on, I think it's Mari who he has the most success with. Oh Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. So anyways, yeah, Saturn's like, well, oh, Lux is really strong because he just got a new form. Uh, don't worry, I've got a new form for you, Sean. It's called K.T. Dolman. It contains the power, it is the, uh, what is all but said to be the fossilized malice and resentment of 10 million dead dinosaurs uh, <laughs> for having their lives cut short by the, um, the extinct, the dire extinction. Um,
0: this is gonna be a Power Rangers reference, but yeah. thanks, Keeper.
1: I don't remember. Where, is this, is this Dino Fury? Is that the one where... Is he keeper? No, which one? Uh,
0: Dino, Dino Charge. Dino Charge. That's the which one. Is, yeah, which is the little... one where they like. Oh yeah, uh, the our power objects came about from the meteors that crashed into the planet and t- killed the dinosaurs because the team's alien mentor. Uh, Was being chased and decided to cut a whole bunch of asteroids loose. And oops, he killed all the dinosaurs.
1: I remember hearing about this. What a weird thing to do. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. What we embark embark on is the KT arc where uh, Sean Mm -hmm. basically is willingly juicing himself and is feeding off of his own, like, horrible emotions. Um, Well, Sean doesn't know. Sean doesn't know how um, Sennan got a hold of this disc. Uh, the kt it is specifically based off the real rock formation where there's like a there's like a thin black line of iridium where the impact hit and it's all like space rock like uh, it's mm-hmm. very cool uh so yeah he turns into this monster uh he is borderline a monster here um and among other things he starts taking on um guys like the common rider who parker looks up to a lot uh he takes on um I there's a couple of fights uh, he takes on common um, writer goo uh, Mari's biggest fan. <laughs> uh, he's had, he, oh goo is that
0: is that Tyler?
1: It is Tyler. Yeah what happens to Tyler <laughs> is that uh, Tyler has a like uh, I want to be like you Hermes moment with um, uh, Mari and it doesn't work out and uh, his <laughs> yeah. new his new gimmick item turns him into a big monster and uh, Katie Dolman uh, gets picked up by it grabs it by the arm and I think suplexes it so hard that Tyler pops. Aww. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's really bad. And then Sean is going like, yeah! Because Sean, it's not like, you know, he's not like the Hulk. He can talk and he's intelligent still. Um, That he's like, yeah, no yeah. runbacks! Um.
0: But very kind of like, it's... It's not just the... Like like KT Dolman isn't just the power boost; like it is genuinely like a psychological mental effect.
1: Yeah, but it it is. I something that I want to stress was that it comes from him though. Like um, mm-hmm. the like, I think a lot of these will do. There was a pop of quite a good show, *Kamen Rider Build*, where they mm-hmm. basically had the idea that um uh, several ga- Japanese government guys are exposed to this space gas and it turned them evil. And uh, yeah. the, impl- the implication for the first half of the show was that they always had these ambitions. Um, but uh, they clearly had to back out of that. Um, and then they just said, oh yeah, just the gas made them evil. They didn't just awaken anything. All of the emotions that Sean feels as KT Dolman are his own. And it's just like removing his inhibitions yeah. and he's acting out. So anyways, Sean... Would... Yes.
0: would it Would it be out of line for me to draw a parallel between like real world like... Addiction to substances, that kind of a thing. Like,
1: uh it's yeah. I it, think it, the, yeah. If, that's if, there. If,
0: if you're not comfortable with it, that is okay, and I will cut no, no, it in no. post.
1: <laughs> I, I, no, 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 no. I, I think what what Sean's arc really was about. Now, saving this for themes, but I'll say it now is about a lot about like dealing with to- toxic masculinity and stuff, and like, hell that's, yeah, that's like, yeah, like. The, the feelings that Sean feels because of K- through KT Dolman, I think they're not inv- invalid. He is furious. He's a, he gives a great speech about how like a, a Dolman was supposed to be a kind of tomb, but uh, you know, to protect the dead. But he's empty inside now. And the only thing an, em- thing an empty tomb is good for is to drag the living inside, which is very cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Sean is really fucking good. It's at- oh my god. Sorry. Um. Sean is. <laughs> Quite, Sean is, uh, excuse me, uh, retake. Sean is very good at speeches. I'm quite proud of them. Um, Sorry, <laughs> uh, a bit of a KT moment there myself. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, Sean basically presses Sennon about, what is this disc? Why is it making me act this way? What What is this? And Sannon yeah. uh, basically reveals that, A, he had Par- uh, Parker's aunt Barb make it for him, and B, the reason why... Senan offered him this transfer in the first place. And the reason why Senan has been horrible to him and been purposefully annoying all this time is because the KT disc does not work unless Sean is in, basically, near constant levels of depression and anger. It's the only way it works.
0: That sucks, dude. Yes.
1: Sean basically nearly nearly kills Senon, um... Uh, over this, uh, he threatens to force. He threatens to basically to force the belt on him and uh, forcibly transform Senen, which Senen does not have the necessary surgeries and training to do so. Um, but no, um, what happens is is that he ends up fighting um, the Common Rider again, and he uh, is basically willing to take himself out if it means defeating the Common Rider, uh, which is wouldn't probably in terms of like a good guy, go- in terms of like the goals that the party had probably would not have mm-hmm. accomplished much. It yeah. is Sean. It is Sean acting out his, his worst desires and his worst fantasies. And Parker saves him because that's Parker. Parker is the hero. Of contract writer isn't there. They do. Even in <laughs> Parker Sean's- is the
0: shonen combat writer. I suppose. Or yeah. Contract writer. Excuse me. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Um, they, they uh, they save him and even when Sean is at his worst, they still see the good in him, in, you know, and I think good in him, and I think that's one of the really interesting things about Sean versus uh, Parker, is in terms of Sean is like if Sean sees him the worst aspects of himself in another person then like, he is going to stay antagonistic with them for a long time, he's, mm-hmm. he's very empathetic anyways it's time to talk about the divorce in the room again if that's okay <laughs> <laughs> um, so during early parts of the, this was rough. This was, um, uh, yeah, this was after KT Dolman. This is during that arc. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just before he had to, just before he uh, took on Tyler, 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 actually, um, Sean finds a list of people that, uh, Delors, AKA Golgum, their, um, their cult, uh, are looking to radicalize. And, uh, Tamsin, Rhombopteryx is on it. And, oh uh, no! Sean is like, well, I have to go check on her, uh, because Sean yeah. is like, well, Tamson's a big thinker and she's very philosophical, so she might be prone to radicalization. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's like, Roger, you're the politest, you're the politest person I know. At this stage, Roger has kind of come to his senses and is like in the gang. He's like, Roger, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: Roger, we don't really get on, but you're the most politest, so, so you know, social mores person. I need someone to back me up while I go talk to my ex. (laughs) Um, And Roger, Roger, as you know, emotionally, probably not much better than Sean. He, a lot of repressed stuff, particularly with his mother. Um, Mm
2: -hmm. So,
1: in hindsight, probably not a good thing that Sean was, in particular, his ex-girlfriend. But anyways, um, Sean brings him along. Uh, Roger gets to see footage of uh, Sean doing Dolman PSAs from when he was younger. Uh, which oh. is the, 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 no, no. It's very cute. The dolman suit is like you know telling kids to cross the road safely and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, I'm. It's, I'm also thinking of knowing Roger, knowing Roger. How much? How 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 quickly these gifts are going to be circulated out to the rest of the contract writers? What
1: what, what actually happens is that there are multiple trips back to Gavna over the course, and everybody does get to experience it, and uh, it's very funny. Um... Anyway, uh, but, um, yeah, they go. Tamsin is very much not radicalized. Uh, Thankfully, um, Wyvern had previously beaten up the guy who was going to go talk to her. And also, uh, Tamsin is very smart and very, like, you know, with it. So that was never going to happen. And it was actually just Sean kind of, like, rationalizing his worry. But you wouldn't know it because they had a really big shouting match. And, wow, it was very hard to, to record, like, to play.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh very raw emotional stuff. Um that's what I was talking about with the divorce powers by the way. You can get a couldn't get away with that if they were together in a relationship, but they cuz they're divorced. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, everybody thought it was great. Um <laughs> yeah, and actually following that, I ended up trying I ended up being like, "Oh Jesus, I've really kind of you know poor old Tamson, so I ended up writing a couple of um, short stories from her perspective, running concurrently to the campaign at Oh wow! Because I was like, That's cool, Sam." Well, yeah, yeah. Because like, oh, Tamson's been really, uh, you know, me- messed up about this whole thing, and I feel like I'm not doing her character a service. I gotta make you know I gotta do what's right. So that was really fun. Uh, they're not like publicly available or anything, but maybe after this, so. Uh, put them all together in a word doc and put it where someone can see them. Um
0: Yeah, if you feel uh, like it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, that was great fun. Um, so anyways, yeah, post the KT arc, um, Sean is super depressed uh, at this point. Uh, but there, there was actually an entire session where I did nothing because Sean was in a, like, severe depression nap. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he walks home from that last fight with the common Rider where he nearly, uh, he, he nearly sacrificed himself and is, like, gets home, gets into his awful tiny city apartment, um, the true reality of being Dolman in the city, and, uh, fully clothed, I think with his shoes on even, pulls the curtains down and just, like, sits face down with the, um, the lights off for a whole session.
0: Oh my gosh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh, contemplates leaving the dome or doing something. He wasn't sure what, but uh, Papillon talks him out of it. Um, And uh, then we get basically the beginning of Sean's re- te- quote-unquote redemption arc after a while.
0: Mm-hmm. If you'd like to
1: talk about that. Um, sorry, I know if you have any questions, please feel free to jump in. I, I know I'm- uh,
0: No, you're good. You're yeah. good.
1: So yeah, uh... Sean, as base, Sean basically reveals to the rest of the party that he came to the city to try and find out more about um this K Long stuff. Uh, Sean find during a raid on the Slaidor headquarters. Um, uh, Sean finds out that information was actually back in Gavna all along, in in his hometown. So Sean's like, Tamsin, we're coming back. I'm bringing the rest of the gang with me because there might be a solution to be had here. It's in hidden in the secret archives or whatever. Um, we find out a couple of things there. First, it's really bad in um, it's really bad in uh, Gavana. Monster attacks every day. People are dying. It's very, very bad. Uh, oh no! Second, uh, we meet a new character, uh, Morgan, aka Draig who uh, same as Inti, actually, uh, Jolene came up with originally, and we decided to include in the game. Uh, yeah. Uh, they are the um, then they they're one of Parker's internet friends. Uh, they are the next generation of fossil rider,
2: Aww. and these um
1: uh, they control they transform you. They're Welsh and they transform using the um uh uh, Dracoraptor, uh which is a, a real a real Welsh dinosaur. Uh, the fossil thing nice. from that. Uh, they're um Townsend's protege. They're very annoying. Oh, they're a little. Oh, they're a little so oh, and so.
2: Oh no, uh,
1: Sean basically finds out that. uh... He had been replaced and uh had been and um Sedan would purposely suppressed it because he knew that it would annoy Sean and it would make him feel worse. At this stage, Sennon has disappeared. We don't know where he is. He's gone to ground. Yeah. Um but anyways, yeah, um Tamson's like, you know, look, things are really bad. I need you to work with me on this. And Sean's like, yeah, he's gonna try. And um there, we find out a couple of things one is that Govna is above the area where the first ever parahuman, or for lack of a better word um, a rider transformed uh, uh, yeah. so, uh Sakurako Sawatari, aka, um uh, Kaizo Ningen Ichigo um, who is the, yeah. the original, uh, sort of grasshopper person who inspired the common rider, so there's already Oh, the, nice! Yeah, uh, this kind of this kind of Unknown hidden lineage of heroism in the area, going past even beyond Indian Ziggurat, um, and uh, they fight. And the gang fights a new version of the monster that, uh, if I remember correctly, very nearly um, the, the the first one of the first monsters that manifested, the uh, the Medusa Geister. And uh,
0: oh, okay. In
1: doing so, uh, it goes really bad. Uh, Parker breaks out a new upgrade form that doesn't work and basically blows a hole in the town. Um, oh
0: no yeah
1: which uh is a bad time for parker um uh they briefly quit writing uh, because of it um but uh sean feels like you know he has to use kt but he realizes that he's surrounded by the people that he does care about and he does love despite everything uh the party members and like the the rest of the governor the writers and he knows like he has to make a change. So the the Medusa Geister is um, changing appearance to match the other riders. When it switches to Dolmen, he is able to pull an upgrade from inside its body, and um, based off of his wow. own original concept uh, uh, for what he wanted to be as a rider, uh, called Drachenlock Dolmen, which is nice. A, um, uh, you might have the image there. It's the one with the gun. Uh, this yes. is, Dolman has a gun Good
0: now.
1: The gun. Gun. It is the, uh, Chikshulub shulele Super Shotgun. Uh, which is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, that's how Irish he is. His, a uh, uh, deluxe toy doohickey, uh, turns from a shotgun into a, a shirela, which is, uh, which is great. Um,
0: nice.
1: So, Sean finds out two things about this form, and having to struggle with that is the, um, the remainder of his arc basically is that he, he can, he's stronger than ever and he can move at increased speeds. Like he can move faster than the eye can see, but when he uses that power, it hurts him. So, oh, so, no. so Katie Dolman was him, his power. It gives him power, but it hurts other people. Uh, Drakkenlock gives him power, but it hurts himself. So this kind of oh, sets him no. on the path. So him and Thames start to have a bit of a reconciliation there, but they have to go back because Golgum has made their play and they've taken over the taken over the dome. It's bad. Uh, yeah. So they deal they deal with that. Um uh Roger does not get to fight his mom. Um again, uh Jolene will talk about this at greater lengths, but uh uh Hannah uh, Wyvern mm-hmm. puts an end to that uh by uh quite quite lethally. I won't, uh, linger on it too much, <laughs> but, uh, Hannah is in a yeah. bad space here, and it turns out that, hey, Golgum's ultimate plan was to use something called cytogenesis, which was an early, which Katie Dolman was an early example of, to create a new kind of king, a, uh, um, a shadow moon presence, uh, a sort of mm-hmm. cave, a, a caveman monster, um, of something called a grongi, which is uh, from a popular show called Common writer Kuga. Anyways, um,
0: okay, okay,
1: yeah, uh, it appears they're fighting it. It's not going great. Uh, Senan jumps in and takes a lethal blow for Sean, and Sean is baffled. Then, Hope. but because it's so weird, why would he do this? Then, this is when, and this is when the last arc really pop uh, really begins. Uh, it turned out this was always Senon's plan. He wanted to see if it would work. Getting killed by the Shadow Moon presence uh, turns him. He's able to use cytogenesis and to bootstrap Sean's ultra-Catholic faith. Sean is ultra-Catholic, by the way, folks. It's like it's not actually like Catholicism. It's in terms of belief system, it's closer to elements of Buddhism, but it's based off of misremembered recordings of the old Ultraman television show. Uh, because uh Ultraman the show has strong catholic themes because Eiji Tsuburaya, the creator, was catholic. Um he is able to bootstrap... I... yes. This okay, is a so this is a
0: real real world
1: yes. context
0: here. My dad my, my dad loves Ultraman. Yes. And grew up watching Ultraman. Yes. And I have literally never known that the creator of Ultraman was Catholic until now. Um yes. But now I'm going to have to text him about it when we get off the call.
1: He is Catholic. There are multiple episodes where uh, Ultraman are crucified. Um, The basic idea of, you know, uh, Ultraman is both like a normal human man, but also a, spe- uh, a space warrior from outer space. It is the same thing about how uh, Jesus is man and God at the same time. okay it, 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 you know, oh yeah it, that is it is just the text. It's not a value reading of it that is just textually that's what Ultraman is um
0: gotcha okay yeah
1: so this started out as a joke. everything that happens in contract writers is a joke that one of us makes and then it becomes serious um <laughs> So anyways yeah um Senen bootstraps off of the moon, the moon the shadow moon presence, the combined awful vibes of everybody in the room. And uh, the the ultra Catholic faith to become what should be called Ultraman Senon, but sorry sorry Senon, but uh, he insists is Ultraman Caesar, and uh, he oh, himself no. becomes Ultraman. Um, oh no! Yes, and uh, is this guy, the character? Is yeah. is
0: he in the? Is is that the bad guy for the movie?
1: <laughs> oh no! He this is the bad guy of this is the final boss. The oh, movie is okay. a different thing. I'm gonna have to send them summarize the movie in one sentence, frankly, because we've a little <laughs> bit more to go. Okay. <laughs> right. Here we go. Ultra Senan basically becomes God King of the Dome, uh, but basically it, it is him in his conspiracy bunker, passing out uh, reforms and um policies and beating up anybody who says no. Um The uh Sean is like, it's really bad here. The um yeah, it's really bad here. Ziggurash, who ended up in the city for reasons, um, he caught K He's not dead, thank, thank God, but he's um, he's not doing well. He calls Thompson and Morgan, and he's like, Thompson, I don't know what to do. I need you here. And Thompson's like, Yeah, don't worry about it. Turns out, while everything was happening, uh, Thompson and Morgan went underground, and they also experienced a similar cytogenesis event. Um, Thompson got a new form. Uh, cryptol- no, crypt- cryptolith is a different thing don't worry about that um, uh, Thermocarst and Glaciocarst rhombopteryx, which are based off of um, different actions of erosion based off of heat and ice on stone So
0: Interesting, okay yes,
1: um, Anyways uh Thorne and Tamsin kind of feel a um, you know, what happens is that Tamsin, uh, there's an attack by the common geisters which are geisters based off of the common rider because of general bad vibes <laughs> Yeah Uh she um turns into Crip into Glaciocarstrom Bopteryx and then the sheer her her own mixed up emotions, much in the same way that KT did to Sean, uh they manifest as her basically threatening to freeze over the entire um building that they're all in. Oh my. Which is bad. Uh Sean tries to calm her down. (laughs) Yes, yes. Sean tries to calm her down, and something happens they are taken to what is referred to only as the beachhead, which is a, um, Oh, uh, um, it is a strange, it is what is called, I call a Zeitfeld, which is a sort of a space that exists only on the emotional plane. And they have a reconciliation
2: uh, because
1: Tamsin for all her smarts and her planning and basically like she has basically been running the show herself she doesn't have a way out of this and Sean can only offer his belief in each other and in the contract writers. And, um, it's great. It's great. It's really good themes because it's the, 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 the the beachhead is like, you know, um, is, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen Dr. Who, but it's based off of a bad wolf Bay. So it's this kind Uh, of blasted, like, you know, um, this coast, it could be anywhere. And then something. See, really... my brain
0: was yes. my brain was going to um the was going to that beach between worlds from Kingdom Hearts.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's another. Yeah, yeah, it is like that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and then something really weird happens. So they hug, and it's fine. They're not together yet, but they're, they're yeah, they're, there's, uh, there's an understanding that wasn't there before and a growth. Uh, Tamsin Good. leaves. Sean doesn't because there is somebody else on the beachhead, and it is oh? it is Inti. It is what could be the ghost of Inti, what could be just the echo of Sean's memory of Inti, inside, manifesting from him. It's left unspoken. Um, uh, Inti references the Simpsons at one point. Sean doesn't know what the Simpsons is, so take that what you will. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's my that's my truth or theory. Anyways, uh, yeah, Sean basically has again. This is probably the the hardest performance I had to give was the idea that, um, you know, Sean felt that he let Inti down and had, like, you know, he never got to apologize to him for how bad he got. And, like, Inti is like, you know, life is so long, and it is so big, and things just happen, and it's not... And if you stick on the guilt, and if you stick on that, like, you may as well be dead already. You are yeah. That is dull because that, that and then this is like my personal theory is that the, the side effects of being a fossil writer, uh, fossilizer, isn't uh they're not physical like with uh the main bio writers. I think they are spiritual. I think they are caught between life and death because they are imbued with a dead thing or the echo of a dead thing because that's what a fossil is. Oh, is that's like, good. It is something that weighs on Sean, weighs on Tamson. even though it hasn't happened yet. Uh, it's another thing that I wrote. We probably won't even have time to cover it briefly, but um, it happens to Morgan as well. And mm-hmm. that, is, uh, that is their lot in life. But um, Sean kind of realizes this and fast forward a bit ahead is um again and uh when it comes to the final battle between uh between the contract Riders and ultra sen and Ultra Senon. I refuse to call him Ultraman mm-hmm. Caesar, he doesn't deserve a cool name like that. Um <laughs> uh Sean is able to evolve once more. Drakenlock was always merely it was a gestation for something more that if he could just tap into it and realize uh, he could evolve to it, <laughs> and it was indeed uh, Dagda Dolman, the supermassive all rider the white hole yes. from which only justice escapes. Um, uh, <laughs> it's very cool. Uh, Sean so real, cool. yeah, yeah. I was very uh, Umar's art was so great. I was very proud with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean has realized that, like, what the true purpose of Dolman is. And it's not a tomb. It doesn't just carry the physical remains of the dead, but it carries their way of life into, into the future, it's for, for other generations. And Sean knows that no matter what, his, his well, no matter what happens, his job is to make sure that Senan's ideology, which is based around um, the idea that their the connections between other people are physically dangerous, and um, there's like, he's a solipsist. He believes there's nothing more important than the self. And he is going to try to turn all of humanity into that, into people who only believe in themselves and nothing else. And, oh my uh, God. Sean rejects that because he, Sean comes from a lineage of heroes. He comes from, uh, you know, like for one for a better word, a family because of heroes. Mm-hmm. He, he has loved in that, and he has um, forged these new bonds with the the other contract writers to show there are different ways of being. And it is, uh, it allows him to evolve into Doctor the Dolman, uh, which has control not over just of physical gravity, and uh, he has full nonsense powers. He can bend time, he can bend light, um, but uh, over the gravity between people as well, through the zeitgeist. And uh, Ooh. yes, and uh, together with the other contract writers, uh, he beats Senon. Then a load of other stuff happened. Uh, <laughs> uh, quite, uh, he helps Morgan get through their um issues, but it turns out that the dome isn't the last surviving bastion of humanity, there's more out there, and they don't have contract writers or any powers or anything like that. Sean realizes, Oh god, I've become a Celtic god. That's really scary because human beings shouldn't have that power. We're all freakishly privileged. Uh, but he's emotionally aware. He has strong bonds. He gets back together with Tamson, but it's weird. Uh, Roger and his boyfriend Dio get married. Sean never knew that Dio and Roger were more than just friends. He was very confused. Until now. <laughs> then, then, and then, oh god, uh, guys attack the US military guys like the US, the United what remains of the United States, military guys, rogue military guys, attack the wedding. Oh no, there's a guy from the there's a guy here. He says that he's Sean's son. He turns into contract. <laughs> he turns into Kukolomax. I don't even know what kind of writer he is. He could be anything. Uh, he's also a fossilizer. Then a lot of stuff happens. Uh, the guy the bad guy is um Truman. Uh, first he believes that, um, nobody should have that power, Sean is right, uh, I'm going to destroy the Kinstone Gestalt, which is the sort of, the combined K-Stone Mass, it gives everybody powers, uh, and, like, allows that things to happen. Uh, Kukolomax, Aiden, that's his name, is like, ah, uh, I'm in the future, uh, Dad, you and your friends, who I hate, uh, you didn't do enough to stop him. Cause, because it's a climate change allegory and I'm angry with my fu- with my future parents, with my parents from the future in the past for not doing enough about climate change. Oh no. And Phone is terrified. Him and Tamsin have kind of this really horrible moment because Aiden uh, is in contact with the remnants of uh, Ultrasenon and is basically oh, following no. his ideology. And it's basically the thing of oh, no. our, our kid is from the future and he's like a black pill guy from Reddit
0: oh no what do no. we do but <laughs> time to beat some sense into your son oh no
1: oh no 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 wait they talk it's very sad but they talk oh because the, the sad truth is that aiden may because of plausible deniability aiden is either indeed his son from the future or is actually a um the kinstone gestalt creating a living being to temporary exist to ensure its own protection it's never confirmed <laughs>
0: Oh, no.
1: But it's really sad, but it ends on a sad and happy note, because no matter what, Sean and Tamsin love him and are proud of him, no matter what he is. And Sean oh, and Dalton Dol- no. and my message to the other players, and of course to anybody else interested in contract writers, who, anything is that uh, Dolman is proud and proud of you two. Because that's the thing, because, Aww. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah sorry any questions i know that i had to speed that up so you do the other bits um
0: yeah so yeah. um i guess the the question then was going to be like what do you so we we covered a lot of ground because as 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 has been established from the previous contract fighters episodes there's a lot of ground to cover yeah um so i wanted to kind of touch on some of the themes that you brought up yeah. uh Through 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 sean's story yeah um I guess the first one that I want to tackle is Toxic Masculinity.
1: Yeah, so Sean is like, to my knowledge, I am, and thus Sean is as well. He's the only cis member of the cast, right? And mm-hmm. now, you know, I didn't want it to be, to, to make it like a thing. But it was also, to me, it was like, you know, what does this mean for Sean, who is also like, you know, he's probably the most like, quote-unquote, stereotypically masculine. His like, you know, his rider suit is kind of buff guy, very heavy, He's very like, you know, heavyweight. Um heavyweight stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I think like Sean has very kind of concrete ideas about what it is to be a man. Now they're not necessarily the same as traditional values of masculinity. Uh he's very like you Good. know um, as I said, he's extremely open minded. Roger becomes his best friend by the end of this. And like Aww. they're total they're totally they're totally different, but he has like Sean is big on recognizing the self in the other, and I'll get to that in a minute as well. Um, Yeah. uh, And so, like, he basically, to him, Sean's masculinity is, like, I have to protect the people I care about. I have to make sure they're safe. I have to do whatever that takes. And if I fail in that, I'm a failure as a person. And Uh Sean has to come to realize that, like, protection isn't just, like, you can't, like you can't be cut off from other people you can't like say i'm doing this for your own good and leave people yeah you know? like he had he sean is part of a larger a larger world and it's only when he begins to realize that is when he begins to heal um, uh-huh
2: and,
1: and that's kind of like you know i think i think that that's a probably like the the thing about like you know sean and his mental health and the intersection of masculinity in that in relation to sean about like you know you're not an island you have to be with other people yeah um and you have to recognize when you're wrong Uh, (laughs) the the key thing right senan invites sean but it's a it is just a transfer. Senan didn't orchestrate like the horrible conditions in Govna. He didn't or push Sean into making the decision. Every bad thing that happened to Sean, like most of it, is his fault. He made those choices. Yeah, and it's only when that he realizes that stops lashing out at the world and he begins the process of healing. Is um, when he can really, like, you know, become, he can get past, like, the extinction mindset of KT Dolman, that he can, and, like, Drakenlock is him nearly getting it, because it's still him going too far and hurting himself. Uh, Dr. Dolman has no downsides. The only downsides it has are ideological. It has no recoil. There's no self-harming abilities. He is just... Good. Glad to hear it. Yes. uh, he, He is the perfect Dolman. Um, uh, and, um, so yeah, and the other thing, and and then as a result, multiple times over the course of the, um, of this, of the, of the series, he doesn't really have, like, a nemesis character. Senon is, like, the main bad guy, but honestly, once he goes to ground, Sean is around when Sean begins to realize how much everything was his fault, and by the time he's fighting Senon, he doesn't really have a, like, you know, I got ah, I gotta stop this guy, I hate him. You know, like, everything's coming down to this. Sean is stopping him because it's the right thing, and he needs to stop him from hurting other people. And that's it. So, uh, yeah, Sean's worst enemy is himself. But if you look at the other Uh characters who he clashes with repeatedly, like antagonistic characters, it is guys like the Common Rider, who is also, uh, you know, a big buff man. And in terms of now, while the Common Rider is very much in Parker's sphere of, you know... Uh, secondary characters and antagonists and stuff to Sean Uh he kind of reckoned the common writer is the same he makes hard decisions for other people but he justifies them to him to himself and he's so far you know he's so like he's gone to seed he fully he hates himself for what he does but also he cannot see another way and uh, Sean could become that so it's very you know this clashes with that um we only get a short bit of it, but uh, again, uh, a character who uh, had played a big role in Wyvern's arc is um, uh, a character called uh, Omega, as in Omega with a three yeah. in it. Yes.
0: Yeah, and, uh, yeah. He
1: does. And Doug it, Jones. <laughs> Doug, yeah, Doug Jones. That's right. Yeah. And so when Hannah is having her final confrontation with Doug, um, there is like, Sean does take a moment to pick a fight with him. Like Sean, he, Sean's a big ego. Even at other characters, and it turned, worked out well because uh, what you'll get, you'll see when you talk to Jolene. Uh, it was actually important for that moment to have other characters there with her, uh, the yeah. other party members. But uh, you know, even then, Sean is like Sean is there. Sean is wants to be there for his friends, and uh, but like Doug, again, he sees himself in Doug. And um, mm-hmm. the other thing I want to talk about is like you know, yeah. Uh, recognizing the other in the self uh Mm -hmm. and the the example that is with hannah uh hannah is also uh wyvern she's also very much like you know she does things because she feels that she it's better that the bad things the hard things happen to her instead of other people much like sean oh
0: no honey Uh, i
1: know yeah it's really sad and sean recognizes this because this is what he does too right but um, mm-hmm. they clash multiple times over the course of the of the thing. Sean is trying to get through to her. And I think in many ways, he's the, they're the two, even though they're quite different, I think they're very similar. And Sean is constantly like trying to impart. Sean is a classically trained writer when Hannah just got a belt, you know? So Yeah, he's yeah. Constantly she had no to, training. <laughs> yeah. So he's constantly, and Shawn, part of that training is like, you know, Uh, Elysium is very much a mixed culture of different from different places a lot of it is very much like you know martial arts philosophy Uh, Sean is trying Mm -hmm. to impart tries to impart that onto her a number of times Uh, it doesn't always take (laughs) Um, I think the first time is like you know um, uh, he tries to say like you know being a contract writer is an idealized version of the self but becoming that self does not prevent you like you know it does not protect you from the repercussions of the things you do, right?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: And uh, Hannah's message that she seems to take from that is basically, well, better me than other people. And uh, oh, no. she, she goes very much off the deep end. Uh, I'll skim on the details. But Sean does later realize that was not the right lesson that she needed to hear. And they kind of make yeah. up when Sean's like, the thing that he actually tells, the thing that's actually important Is you can fight for other people, but you can't fight for, like, versions of them that exist in your head. You have to fight for them as for who they are. And, like, Mm -hmm. what they mean to you. And you have to fight for those connections. And, um, again, that's kind of Sean, like, kind of learning from his mistakes with Tamsin and everybody else. Um, Yeah. But also then, like, you know, trying to hopefully pass that on to Hannah so that she doesn't make the same mistakes and he does yeah because god <laughs> yeah had a had a really rough time god i oh yeah yeah and it's also like you know um it was also just always just kind of fun to play with all the car- all the act the, the players i say actors all the other player, all the other um members are really great uh jolene is really mm-hmm. good uh and like she came up with the concepts for both inti and drag so like I think oh, there nice. was, she did, yeah, and they're both. Yeah, that was what I was talking about, and um, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. so you know, it was always kind of fun to get in, to get in in her head. She always had something kind of cool, yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: So I guess the the question that I want to ask mm. real quick then mm. is, um, who among the cast and player characters, who was your favorite fellow player? to Ooh, game with that's really and tough. who who is your favorite character for Sean to have interacted with or if you don't want to claim favorite friends just the character
1: uh I'm just going to give a reason why they're all my favorites um uh <laughs> starting with Jack, <laughs> yeah, go for it Jack the GM uh Jack was super indulgent I we had a lot we have a lot of same brain in terms of liking similar things so you were super indulgent with many of my ideas uh I think Between Tamsin and maybe some of the stuff with Inti and Senon as well, I think Dolman-related stuff prompted a lot of the hardest role-playing for him to do as a GM. Uh, So I really appreciate Mm -hmm. all the work that he did, like, in the prep and in the game itself. Um, uh, uh, Sarah, um, Parker's player, they're really funny. Uh, And they were always, like... It was, A, always really fun to see them coming Mm -hmm. up with new, like... um, you know, this is the new thing Java had brought to the table and also, like, very much not always ready to come up with something to deal with Sean being a little bit weird and kind of jumping on that. Uh, they always kind of kept the power, the 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 the, the relation dynamic very fun. Um, they're also the the source of many of the Dolman memes, which I'll be telling you about in a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Parker was great. Uh, Brendan did an incredible job with Roger. Uh, they're they're in terms of um, I think kind of really selling someone who comes, they're outwardly very different from Sean, (laughs) but I think like, you know uh, I think having someone that Sean could like, it really kind of prompted Sean to like, think about about like himself and how he reacts to other people and also like, just kind of having like, Roger had a really tough time Uh, as you know, uh, he killed a guy one time and uh, yeah. it kind of stuck with him. And I think yeah. Sean, Sean was the one character who was always kind of like, everybody's had bad days. Now, was he right in that regard? Because of, um, uh, um, you know, um, right in that regard? Because, you know, like, he did kill a guy. But uh, Sean was always kind of in Roger's corner because he knows what it's like to have a really, really bad time. Which was, you know, that was kind of fun to play. And uh, Iwara and Mari, I think, were really cool as well. Um mm-hmm. I think,
2: mm-hmm.
1: again, Mari was someone that I think Sean really cared for. And, um, like, I think that was one of the rare situations where it actually kind of, like, it worked out. And they, it was kind of fun to have, like, have Sean to have a bit of a, a proper buddy, you know? Like... Mm-hmm there is the You know, there's always the fun thing of what if one character was really big and what if one character was kind of small? Uh, that <laughs> They had that brain. Um, and I think, like, you know, it ended up becoming something that was a bit more of a, a reciprocal thing in terms of, like, learning from each other, which happened with all the characters. But I think Mari in particular, as she went through her identity crises, uh, I think that was yeah. something... And yeah, as I said, uh, I won't again. I, again, I won't linger on Jolene too much because I just sung her praises. But uh, jo- jo- Jolene has this kind of brain where, like, you will say like a prompt about something, and then her brain is spinning with ideas. Very cool. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, like I think, um, and again, as I said, like Hannah was really raw emotionally and stuff, and I think that was a really cool fit to play against with Sean. So. um... Yeah, that was uh that was really great. Nice. Um,
0: so
1: yeah, um Yes, it's tight ty- if you don't mind, I would like to do the lightning round. And uh yeah, yeah, very go for it. quickly, very quickly. Uh for those so Sean is the best character in contract writers. I don't believe this, but the other players do. But as a result, uh <laughs> a character this cool cannot be allowed to be treated normally just has to be constant jokes so i'm gonna run through the ones that i think are safe for this podcast because there's some that aren't um so real quick okay dolman eats rocks uh he just he loves uh, to crunch them. uh um let's see here dolman kill my bus driver this is based off of the tumblr post bows praying to bowser that Bowser kills my bus driver uh, the idea that there is a character in the setting somewhere who wants Sean to kill their bus driver. Um, <laughs> Sean's first day of being gay. Okay, so, for this one, <laughs> there, there was a brief Twitter, uh, uh, I was asked to explain this one. Uh, there was a brief Twitter, um, uh, gimmick account where the guy was, like, this is a guy, a weird airbrushed photo of a guy, and he was, like, just divorced... And he was like, today's my first day of being gay, and I'm going to get really into wine. And, um, one of Sean's tragic keepsakes, and the eventual source of the Doctor Dolman power-up, is, um, a, a bottle of wine grown, uh, made using, uh, grapes from a tree that was grown in Inti's ashes. Uh, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I thought that was a very cool world-building thing, and it is, but it was also a source of Dolman's first day of being gay. Um... Uh, <laughs> Dolman is, um, uh, Dolman is a bigot. Uh, there were lots of jokes about the fact that Sean is uh, whatever kind of ist, you know, racist, sexist, whatever. Uh, culminating in, I don't know if you remembered, uh, during the um, 2020 Olympics this year, uh, there was a French um, a, uh, a French athlete whose name is uh, pronounced uh, Bigot, I think. Bigot or Bijot. Uh, oh, but no. his name is spelled bigot and uh someone drew i i i it was like i forget whether it was photoshopped or what uh dolman that poor person it dolman into into his um uh scrubs uh, his like uh, his uniform where it has bigot written on the front in big letters uh sean is like uh when I at one point I got annoyed because people were saying Sean's a cop, he's not a cop, it's a very different thing. And they're like, You're right, Sean's a mole cop. Uh so Sean is played by Kevin James. <laughs> um Yeah. Oh um, no. Uh I think uh, oh yeah, um Sean Sean the person, the human person, does not have a good butt, but the dolman suit does. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last one that i'll say on the recording there's another one that nice. i'm going to tell you about it's not even it wasn't even meant on purpose it just happened but it was very funny so yeah um yeah who dolman
0: <laughs> how you feeling how you feeling i'm good
1: i'm good that was quite heavy um that was a lot <laughs> uh again if you've any Oh yeah, another thematic thing I wanted to talk about, uh, brief, just very briefly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's the idea of you know what dog the dominant and various dominant forms represent is you know is the idea of like someone has these feelings of anger and and like you know these like resentments and whatever and like how do you deal with that? I didn't think it would be very satisfying if he got over them entirely. Like he got he gets over them, but they're gonna stick with him forever. That's just part of. It. That's just like you know life, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I think what ended up kind of happening in terms of like if we're going to go into classical uh, allusions, um, is the idea of both Sean Tamsin as well to a, to an extent is the idea of you know in in several uh, East Asian uh, mythologies there's the idea of these like uh, they're called destroyers or fierce deities. So they're they're like you know. Are, you know very scary very angry looking gods very well muscled they've sometimes got lots of arms covered in skulls that sort of thing but yeah they, yeah yeah but but they are- they're specifically said to destroy obstacles, so like they it's like you know the idea is is that like you know these feelings of like destruction of anger they're not necessarily bad because they're part of the human spectrum, and it's only when you know sean is able to sort of center his mind and clear his, clear his mind of doubts and like biases and uh the really bad stuff that he's able to leverage mm-hmm. that so that was kind of cool as well the other while we're on dr dolman in particular um there's the idea that uh dogda is the um uh he is the god of uh time and the seasons and uh Lots of other things in Irish mythology, and
2: uh, nice. particularly about like
1: the the change. He's associated with Newgrange, which is the ultimate Irish tomb. Which of course that's his final form. Uh, and uh, <laughs> in certain cultures, I think in particular uh, in the Americas, there's the idea that bears represent like uh, a change of the seasons, and um, because they hibernate, right. And so part of my thinking was mm-hmm. the idea that I, by the time human beings came to Ireland, all the bears had died out. Uh, they're, they, we used to have them, but they're extinct. Um, yeah. and so part of my idea was like, you know, if bears had been present in Ireland at that time and the Celtic peoples interacted with them, my guess would have been that they would have associated them with, um, with Dagda. So that was kind of like, you know, this is a, not necessarily, I don't, you know, like a what if, but like, you know, cultural synchronicity. I think. Mm-hmm. I, you know, mythological fan fiction almost, but I, I thought it was interesting to think about.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get that, I get that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. That's kind of... God, yeah, that's kind of all the stuff that I kind of wanted to get off. If there's any other questions <laughs> that you've had about the character or whatever, I'm I'm all ears.
0: Um, here's a random question. Okay. Does Sean have a favorite... Blend of tea.
1: Ooh. Um... I feel like
0: he needs a good... I feel like he needs a good decaffeinated tea to calm down. No. Or, like, start his morning with or something.
1: No. Sean... Sean well, Sean has, like, you know... He, he does have, like, you know, uh, a slightly stronger metabolism than most because of the, um... The whole, uh... You know, dome and stuff and the, the bear samples. But, uh, I would say... Blend of tea. Um... Well, it probably have to be, um, uh, because he's Irish. Uh, Barry's Gold Label, Barry's Gold Tea.
2: Okay. Uh, which is just okay. like
1: very standard Irish tea. Uh, this yeah. Is... Oh yeah, that is the stuff. Nice. He is kind of a coffee guy, and I think um, he does sadly, ah. very much. He quite enjoys Parker's coffee to the point. Oh, that, good. Um, uh To the point that I think uh, he's like you know. Whenever post campaign, when Parker is very busy, he's like, oh, "Can't find um, can't find a, a good cup of coffee anywhere." <laughs> yeah. God, no, it's um. Yeah, oh, Sean does have a favorite. Uh, this is this is one apparently one of the things that immediately signaled. Uh, sean's character to some people was uh to the part of the to the cast was uh his favorite um his favorite drink in terms of like his alcoholic drink and what it is is um a special pint you know what a special pint is Uh, no i don't actually it is a uh it is a pint of red ale uh but with a um a head a um yeah uh, ahead of guinness on top only old people drink this um <laughs> and it it is the most um it is the most uh old sean can be i think
0: <laughs> that's delightful
1: god yeah uh, yeah, so I have lots of... Cl- Sean is one of those characters that I think a lot about, so I have lots of, like, you know, these are these things. Uh, Sean plays Super Smash yeah. Brothers, uh, All sorts of stuff Who's like is that. Who's his main? Ridley. Nice, they,
0: nice. They, they, ri- ri-
1: they, did, they didn't get past Ultimate in the... um. They're they're They didn't put in any new characters in the future, sadly. Um,
0: I gotcha, I yeah, gotcha. Yeah.
1: yeah. But, um... No, it was really fun. I think, like, you know... Ultimately, when I think about the Dolman exercise, it's like, you know... uh, Because I try to to treat it as art. It's what it was, I think. Uh, I try to take it as seriously as everybody else. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it was kind of... This might be a strange thing to say, but I'm really glad that, you know, it was kind of a thing just for us. I'm kind of glad that we get to talk about it as a thing after the fact with other people. And I'm kind of glad that you Mm -hmm. have this. I I love to get my thoughts out. But um, I think, like, you know, Dolman is definitely somebody who would have attracted a lot of, like either really weird fans or, like, you know, people missing the point of the character. Yeah. You know, like, you know, people being like, you know, oh, yeah, Sean was right. It was really cool when he shouted at his ex-girlfriend. Like, no, that wasn't cool at all. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You know, I was kind of, you know, so thanks again for this opportunity, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Mm. And before I forget, your absolute last question for today mm. is... Mm. Why do you love Sean so much?
1: Um, I think God, that's a tough question. Uh, I think I just put a lot of work into him. Uh, I think like um, he's you know, he's an examination of a store of stories and feelings that I don't think normal Tokusatsu media is willing to at the moment. I hope one day they do. because uh, I think like you know, there is like. There is a real window for self interrogation about the self, particularly in a series that is so like, you know, is so focused on men in particular, and they don't always treat female characters well. Um, that was something that was on my mind with how I handled Tamsin, and why I I went back on that character and tried to give her a lot more time as well, and tried to make sure that Sean has to really grow and think about himself. So. And also, he's just really cool, honestly. He's very, he's very, there are brief, he's very lame, but there are brief moments where, like, it is just pure raw Dolman. And it's like, oh, yeah. It's great.
0: Yes. Yeah. Good boy. Best boy.
1: Uh, I wouldn't say that, um, but uh, (laughs) I appreciate the sentiment.
0: Yes. See, the thing about contract writers is, even though the characters are flawed because yeah. like no no character is ever perfect but like they're they're well crafted mm. and y'all have put so much so much love into these OCs that I always enjoy hearing about them.
1: Oh, well, you know, I I really appreciate it. Um I'm we're def- definitely thinking about I'm definitely thinking about like, you know, what can I put out that is like done and complete now that I can show it to other people? So um, there is one more. <laughs> uh, I thought I'd be done with uh, Dolman stories and like things about them, but there's one more that I've started writing recently because uh, I thought oh. there's there's a story worth telling there. Um, uh, it again focuses a bit more on Townsend and Morgan. Sean is in it, and I've come up with a really good reason as to why he can't fight the uh, fight the villain. Um, so uh, I might. Once that's done, I might just put them all into a Word document and uh, send them to people if they want to see it. So, um, you know.
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Hey, look, it's the Year of Our Lord 2021. Do what makes you happy.
1: Every day. Every day. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm.
0: So, thank you. So much Sam for coming on to talk about Sean Dolman today.
1: That's his name, I'm Sean I'm going to keep Dolman.
0: referring to the characters with their given name first <laughs> and writer name second. That's
1: really that's really good. I'm going to start doing that.
0: <laughs> okay, so this is the part of the episode where you get to promote yourself. Where would you like to be found on the internet? Do you have things that you want to shout out and or promote?
1: Uh uh, well, I don't have anything myself. My Twitter handle is Mohair Sam. I won't tell you how to spell that. You can find it yourself. I'm, I don't want to be bothered. Um, uh, that That's just the way I like it. Uh, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. So I'm going to spend a little bit of time to talk about some of the other player stuff. If you're interested in what we've heard and you want some like concrete things. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you look up SJ Broadside on DeviantArt, that is where uh, Joe has been posting her she's done vector jolene has done like vector art and um uh pixel art of the various contract writers characters
0: yes love uh, those. that
1: includes um uh we got the cast side characters a load of great like you know uh one episode like one-off characters uh they're really it's all really great stuff um uh so heartily recommend that um i'd also like to shill uh umar's stuff um <laughs> Uh, Speed Freak one on tumblr and twitter uh, mm-hmm. uh they did um commissions for me for dolman's art i'm and a lot of stuff that weren't commissions just out of the goodness of their heart which i uh, really appreciate um
2: yes you know
1: um in terms of uh brendan i think is ha- i think uh he showed this before it was the uh Magic, uh, the Magic Winks Clubhouse pod, at Magic mm-hmm. Winks pod, I think, um, which is like, as a, as a magical girl show, as, as, a, as I remember him saying, uh, it's very much a sister to tokusatsu stuff. Uh, so if you're interested in that, give it a listen. It's quite good. Um, if you're very interested in... Custom, various custom toys. Uh, Java is real. I'm not sure if uh, this is made clear, but uh, uh, Java <laughs> is real. Uh, there are yes. physical Javas out there now. And if you want to see them- Wait,
0: multiple? Multiple oh, mu- Javas? Multiple,
1: multiple Javas. Oh, yeah. Uh, multiple like, Javas. I, know, I hmm. know
0: Sarah posted one back- It was before the episode with Parker- yeah, but there's... there's more than one?
1: Yeah. The, yeah. Um, oh my god. Yeah, there's Java Future. I think there's a Java Figuarts, which is kind of like the the bigger like mainline thing. I think there's a Java Figuarts. And there's a there's two or three. They might get mad at me later for getting this wrong. Um Holy cow. And um there is uh so they are at hold on, um same uh, as it same as it ever was. At Same mm-hmm. as it ever was on Twitter.
0: Same as it ever was. W-
1: what was spelled W-O-Z after the, the character from Zio, common writer Zio. Yes. And uh very fin- good username. Finally, I'd also like to shout out to um uh Jack, our GM. Uh he's if if you were interested in co- in um contract writers and you thought that that sounds really fun, I wanna do that. Well, uh, he did post the sort of the splat of that game. So you can just get it yes. and play it. Uh, there are other things from... Um, uh, there are other things from um, Jack that are coming, that are up that alley. Uh, I'm not sure if it's in a... Excellent. To- mm, oh, yeah, um, that's a... Uh, he is, that's right, yeah. So, yeah, uh, at Red SSB on Twitter for Jack. Uh, contract Writers is there if you want it. Uh, keep an eye on that, though, as well, because... Hui. Also uh, also he plays a lot of <laughs> also he plays uh Smash Brothers and he's on stream sometimes, so you can go and say hello and tell him I sent you.
0: Oh nice.
1: Yeah. Um so yeah, that's all for me. I have nothing to show. Uh I am I am as I am just myself. Um uh if you're I guess the only thing that I would personally want to show is that if you're a man listening to this podcast, hope you're doing okay, you're feeling bad, talk to somebody about it. Um mental health resources yeah. are out there. You but you gotta take responsibility for your own care.
0: From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> yes. Okay, so time for me to go ahead and do my outro spiel. Um, before I forget, the current events blast is uh, since we are currently, at least in the northern hemisphere, we are we are approaching winter in some parts of the world. Uh, and I know in the Southern Hemisphere, we are approaching high summer. So uh, with with the extremes in weather that are going to be approaching, I encourage everyone, if you have the resources, both emotional and financial, uh, donate to organizations in your area um, that help serve the people who are underprivileged. Um, I'm thinking of food, of like food kitchens, which... Um, Please donate money to them. Don't donate food. Donate money because then they can get really good discounts on stuff. And uh, don't donate through your work because that's just them trying to get themselves better, better tax write off at the end of the year. So donate directly. Donate cash. That's how they or get donate you. Donate money. Um and. Uh, Also, please, if you can, uh, help support uh, various shelters for the unhoused in your area. Uh, Keep an eye out on your local politics, um, especially, like, local politics. You don't, like, yes, on a national scale, but municipal politics are also super important. Uh, And, oh god, what was the other one? Oh yeah, bail funds. Always, always if you can bail funds are always a good place to donate to. Um, especially as the, as we approach the holidays, um, like Sam said, keep an eye on your mental health. Um, there are organizations out there. Um, and I'm, I'm out of brain Ram, so I don't remember any off the top of my head, but if you are in the mood Not if you're in the mood, Um, but if you are in need of support during the holiday season, uh, please reach out. A lot of the organizations have hotlines and text lines if you Mm. need to talk to someone. Mm. And I think that's it. So, The Home for a Widow Sees is a part of their Corner Podcast Network. It can be found through Acast and your local podcasting platform of choice, our theme song is Violet by Product and Bear, courtesy of the Free Music Archives. We can be reached at waywardocpod at gmail.com or at waywardocpod on Twitter. If you'd like to talk about Wayward or the other Corner Podcast Network shows, we have our own Discord server. There should be a permalink on the Twitter account, but if it's not there, let me know and I can set you up with an invite. Uh, and I am always looking for guests to talk about their original characters on this show, so feel free to drop me a line if you're interested, or, uh, if you or someone you know is interested in being on the show and you want to kind of get a feel for what it could be like, I do have a Google form that is the pinned tweet on the Twitter account that kind of goes through stuff to think about when you're wanting to bring an OC onto the show and will also help with scheduling, uh... And last thing, um, this is a podcast, and it is always super helpful if you can rate and review us on your listening platform of choice, and maybe suggest us to a friend, because that helps us to find a wider audience and to brighten more people's days. So, thank you all for listening. This has been Hung for OCs, and we hope you enjoyed your stay.
1: Yeah, I know Agu-Ranger is very specifically the Super Mario Brothers movie. (laughs) No, it is the same. Look it up. It is the same thing of like, what if the Meteor Impact split the universe into two? One where there are dinosaurs and humans and one where there isn't. Agu-Ranger is the same. They came from the sky in great dark clouds landed on the mountains of Connemara and they brought a shadow over the sun and it lasted three days and three nights. Ireland will never be the same.
0: This summer join us for the coming of the gods and the last stand of the warriors who oppose
1: them. Be there for the great bloody battles and terrifying acts of dark sorcery
0: witness the awe-inspiring bravery of the firbolg and the unstoppable peril of the Tuatha De.
1: not just gods and fighting men
0: but gods fighting men coming soon on the, the irish, irish mythology, mythology podcast, podcast.